Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. Hey, Nay. What's up? Here we are. What you doing? Oh, not much. How was your week? Um, it was good. It was jam-packed, but yeah, it wasn't like uh, like I had one day that was very full. But I think what helped sustain me is I had little breaks in between, and I could handle that. I could handle more. It was nice to see I could handle more sessions in a day. Um, if I just kind of have a little break, <clears throat> don't yeah. go more than like three or so. But you can't do back to backs. You got to do I, like I can three. for like three back to back. But then after <clears throat> that, I need a break. Yeah, that's probably wise. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Unlike me, who doesn't stick put wisdom in there sometimes, and <laughs> right, yeah, goes like a machine. Well, and then you know. My clients are like, "Do you need a bathroom break?" You know, really? Yeah, the last. Are you day. dancing in your chair? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's funny. I know. We got nice clients, don't we? We do. We've got really good clients, and I do. I really enjoy my people. I do too. I have to I say. Mm-hmm. Would we actually get on a recording to say we don't like our clients? Absolutely not. I would Just never kidding. do that. But I am being honest right now. Yeah, I am too. I do like my clients. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, the way we counsel, we like to get to know our clients. And, yeah. you know, we really genuinely want to help them. Yeah. We don't look as clients as just another number. Right. Not at all. No. No. Mm-mm. So. Because I hear some stories. Girl, I hear all kinds of stories of... Have experienced... Bad counselors. Very bad counsel and counselors. Yes, both. Both, <laughs> yeah. And that that is sad. You know, and what's interesting, I had um, one potential client call that the list that her insurance company gave her, she called all of them, and they're, like, doing Zoom. All of those uh, people, all of the are people just like doing on virtual? the list she called are doing virtual. So that was her first question to me is like, Are you doing in person? I'm like, Yeah, I prefer in person. Yeah. But I can I can do virtual, but I, you know, prefer yeah. in person. She's like, Oh, okay. Well I'm gonna see if I can, you know, get reimbursed. So hopefully her company will work with her on that. But um I just it is so different. I mean, I can make it work, you know, yeah. but it just Girl, over COVID, honestly, in the month of April, April and May, well, April 2020, Mm -hmm. that was the busiest month. And you know how busy we get around here. Yeah. That was the busiest month because people were two weeks into COVID, freaking out. Yeah. And um, over April, May... Maybe a week of June, I did a hundred Zooms. Wow. Virtuals. Ew. Yeah, and they, I mean. But. 
at least it was out do. there, yeah. but uh, I would rather see people face to face. Yeah. I've had that question come up a couple times this week. Really? Yeah. Do you do virtual? And I do have, I do have a couple people that still need to do virtual. Same, because they don't live close. No. I have some that are not Mm-mm. not in this area. Yeah. So that works, but. Surely would not want to go back to doing that. No then way. I have another element of prayer, like, Lord, help the technology, let the internet work, because that's so horrible when you're in the middle of a session and they're explaining something to you and they freeze. Yeah, <laughs> they freeze. Yeah, because the internet is, or whatever has happened. Right. Yeah. I but know. anyways. At least it's an avenue, but... It's not our favorite, that's for sure. Yeah. I like to get to know people personally. Yeah. You know? Because body language says a lot. It does. I mean, as much as people hate showing emotions, I enjoy seeing, this sounds weird, but maybe it's part of my profession, I enjoy people seeing people's emotions. Yes. I, I feel like I've like... Well, don't you think it's a seeing and feeling? Yeah. Like you could feel when somebody yeah. is hurting and not and that I enjoy no. somebody hurting, but I feel like it's it's um it's the it's breakthrough yeah. in a sense and you like hit the right buttons. Right. And sometimes they people don't do that any other time unless they're in my office. Well and you also have showing to think, their emotions. Yeah, you have to think about this too, when people don't show their emotions normally but they could show the emotions in counseling. They clearly feel safe with us, yeah. and we would never, we would never belittle them or ask them no. why they're crying no. or you know what I mean in yeah. a in a rude. They need to. Yeah, it's good to get that stuff out, and even though sometimes you know, well, I have to say probably. What do, I, what do I want to say here? I mean, we're more solution-based therapy and more cognitive, more cognitive therapy because we we talk through those issues and give people, you know, resources and tools yeah. and things like that. Right. Some people just don't like to talk about their feelings. Oh my goodness, I know. And those are the and, hardest oh. ones to like because you're pulling and digging yeah. and digging and digging. Because I can ask some questions. Uh-huh. But man, when somebody just does not want to give up the information. It, it, it is challenging. I got to look through my library of questions Yeah. in my head. Oh, what we're doing at that moment is praying, Holy Spirit. Yeah, to give me something Y'all else. knew in the moment we're praying, Holy Spirit, we, I need your discernment and help right now. Give me help. Give me yeah. a question. But he give always falls word. through. He always falls through. Yeah, absolutely. Faithful, faithful. So today, um, you know, we were reading in a book that we're reading um, something about lack of knowledge and how lack of knowledge is so detrimental. Yeah, because I, I, I don't understand like why you wouldn't want to gain knowledge, especially if there's areas you struggle with. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. And I mean, 
I always say this is knowledge is power and, yes. and Holy Spirit can give you that power to break bondages, break break those chains that you're stuck in if yes. you have knowledge. Right. Like I've literally seen, um, I can't think of the example right now, but a, a client that's, that didn't struggle with something just because she was made aware and gained knowledge of something she was doing. Because I'm like, well, what are you, you know, what are you doing to remember to like help avoid what you used to do and we're struggling with it. And it's just being aware of it. Like yeah. just having the awareness, like, oh, I didn't realize I was doing that. But now it's like on your brain, you know, like when you want to get a certain car and then you see them everywhere, it's like yeah. your awareness is heightened right. to it. And yeah. you like see them everywhere on the highway when you never noticed them before. It's having that you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And here's another thing, because I had a client this week and we got into this discussion because, um, you know, strong-willed, determined women, they still need their men mm -hmm. to tell them, to tell us, um, yeah, what you did, I didn't like. Yeah. Because we need know. that. I was talking about that all week. Yeah, because then we don't know how to correct a behavior that we're doing that is getting on our spouse's nerves if our spouse does not say, listen, I love you, but when you do that thing, it really annoys me. Yeah, I have brought that up this week a lot because um, <clears throat> I saw a lot of teens this week and young young adults kids and a lot of their healing is going to be put on parents because of them being the example and then changing themselves because kids are still sponges and mm -hmm. like I remember saying if we got to get to a place where if mom or dad don't know what they're doing is making you feel a certain way, they're going to continue to do it. But yeah. think about their character. They're not doing this to mm -hmm. maliciously hurt you. Mm -hmm. There's no intentions of being mean or cruel or evil or hurting your feelings. Mm -hmm. So if you keep this information to yourself, it's never going to improve or change because they're not aware that they're doing that. I did have an example of a young adult um, and we practice what to s communicate to the parents, and the parents were not receptive whatsoever. Oh, that's so. And hurtful. it caught, yeah, it caused more damage. Oh shoot. Yeah, it did. But I mean, how do you how do you know unless you try? You can't just keep that in that information under a rock. You've got to at least put it out there. You know. Yeah, absolutely. But. I mean, back to the whole lack of knowledge thing, you know, if you don't have the knowledge that you're doing something not right, mm -hmm. then you'll never change that behavior. Right. But also, if you have lack of knowledge for growth in different areas, that's not good for you. Right. You know? There's, should we read that Hosea scripture? Yeah, that's a good one. Hosea 4, 6. Mm -hmm. 
You want to read oh, okay. it? Okay. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I also will reject you from being priest for me. Because you've forgotten the law of your God, I also will forget your children. Ooh. That's, um... That stung. Yeah. That <laughs> stings a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Um... Mm. For my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. If you don't have the knowledge of the Lord and the knowledge of the Holy Spirit. You're missing out. That's what I want to say. Well, how can you walk with the Lord if you don't have the knowledge? Right. You can't. And honestly, I'm telling you, everything you need to know is in this book. Because I was just having a conversation with my sister this morning. And... She's like, I can't comprehend. I don't understand the logic of some people. And I took her back to scriptural. Scripture, it's describing the spiritual, the natural, and the carnal yeah. mind. Yeah. And that, that is why Different when you spirits. have, yes, if you have a Christ mindset, the people of the world that may have a carnal or natural mind, it's foolishness what we talk. It is. It literally absolutely. is foolishness. They can't understand it. Right. They but, can't understand what, like, what's all this God stuff? Yeah. What do you mean you're going to forgive him for that? Like, yeah. Why would you do that? ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know, but if you stay in a state of not gaining knowledge, God doesn't like that. Like, I literally see the message here of don't stay in a place of lack of knowledge. Like, he's saying, you're destroyed for a lack of knowledge. It's kind of like the people that refuse to hear the gospel yeah you don't want to gain that knowledge of what the word says what really gets me is when i hear some of the interviews this is what really gets me and it goes right in hand with this question word with the scripture when i listen to like ray comfort do these interviews mm-hmm. and people are um when he's saying well do you do you believe in god and or questions like you know, what are the Ten Commandments and I and how do you get saved? And they want to give you an answer. And then he's like, well, have you read the Bible? And they're like, no. Like, how, then do, how you, do you even know that then? Right. Like, what? Why like, are did you, you hear it from somewhere or what? But it's not in you. Or they even try to say what they think is going to happen in eternal life, but they never read the Bible. They don't have that knowledge where the answer really lays, mm-hmm. but they want to come up with their own truth. logical, their own truth, truth or, and knowledge, which is made up. And it literally is made it's up. Not true. Or like you said, they've heard it from a grapevine or from yeah. somebody or yeah. from some mythical book. Why would you not go to where the knowledge flows? Yeah, and get the real answers instead Absolutely. of making it up. And he's saying. You know, my people are destroyed because they have a lack of knowledge. Yeah. They're going to, like back then, they were going to all different idols and different gods for knowledge and, and man. Like when when Jesus came, and we're studying this, um, I believe in Hebrews, they wanted to still follow all of the other men, like the Moseses and the Noah, when Jesus had come. And they're like, hey, you can have the source. Like, you can have yeah. the real thing, like the real deal. Right. You need to follow Christ, who mm-hmm. is the Savior. 
it's no longer we're bound under the law. He came to fulfill the law and right. you can get knowledge directly from him. Right. I'm just looking in your Bible because your edition is different, but that um, can you look in the truth in action under number four? Oh, yeah. And what does it say in there? It's at the end of the um, chapter. Oh, yeah. This says What's under? the walk of faith. It says Hosea was willing to endure unimaginable personal sacrifice to walk in obedience to the Lord. Israel's unwillingness to follow the Lord provides a vivid contrast to Hosea's life of faith. Seeing this contract, contrast challenges us to choose which example we will follow. And then read that one. Pursue and value godly knowledge and wisdom. Understand that what you do not know can hurt you. Yeah. What you do not know can hurt you. So very true. You can, um, you could be out there doing some things that it looks like it's a good thing. We mentioned that last podcast. Yeah. It looks like it's a good thing. Yes. But there's deception all over it. And if it you had the you. knowledge, mm -hmm. you would know that's not a good thing. Right. I think, wow. you know... Just because we we get out of school, you know, out of high school, college, it doesn't mean that we should stop learning. Right. Right. We need to keep learning. Yeah, like I've, you know, people should always be working on themselves. Like, what are you doing to improve yourself? Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it's not just a physical aspect, but it's even emotionally and mentally. What are you doing yeah. to help? improve yourself what are you doing to work on yourself right we do all these other things that we're working on but what are you doing to work on yourself mm-hmm in different areas of your life right emotionally mentally physically spiritually yes yes it spiritually should be the number one like mm -hmm. right up there on the top because He'll give you the knowledge for all the other areas too when you're when you're seeking spiritual but here's, knowledge. Here's the thing that is really important: if you don't have the Holy Spirit in you, mm -hmm. you will never be able to understand the Word of God. Correct. You have to have the Holy Spirit because He's the one that's going to give you the ability to understand and discern right. God's word. Right. Because sometimes God's word, it may seem like, well, that doesn't even apply to me whatsoever. That was back in Old Testament time. Mm -hmm. But there's a message in the message. Right. And it can apply. Right. Mm -hmm. But you have to have the Holy Spirit. You have to have holy spirit's discernment mm -hmm. to help you understand this book and if you think oh the bible is just so hard to read and it's boring and okay well revisit whether you have the holy spirit in you because i could tell you if you have the holy spirit in you you are going to have a yearning to read the word of god mm -hmm. do you agree with that 
You're looking at I, me side eye. Well, I do, but then I also know that the enemy will attack to keep you from the word, yes. even though you do have the Holy Spirit. You receive yeah. the Holy Spirit when you're saved or born again, or mm -hmm. you accepted Jesus Christ in your heart as your Lord and Savior. But you got to do something with that. You got it. Yeah, you have a part to do. So you you can't. It's gonna it's gonna take. Um, your part of disciplining yourself to be in the word for the Holy Spirit to work. But you are going to be attacked by the enemy and be like, well, I just don't understand that or um, the desire isn't there. But I always say pray right where you are. So you have to pray for that yearning and desire because I think about my own walk. I was saved. I remember the day I was saved. I remember the feeling, the experience what I heard from the Holy Spirit at that moment and I was I was different like I knew I was changed and different but it is a journey for that for me for that thirst because I didn't like you men not know where to start or how to how to how to understand or where, like I said where right. to start but for me I I always I always were, was seeking it like I you mm -hmm. know I went to church then regularly I I went into Bible study, and for me to get that yearning, I had to stay in a Bible study to keep me disciplined. Yeah, because you and need on people. Schedule you need people around to you to be in the Word. Yeah, I couldn't just be like, go go home and read your Word. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but that thirst and desire, as the Holy Spirit sanctified me, that mm -hmm. sanctification process set you apart. Yeah, mm -hmm. because I remember the time, and it was years after my walk that I really got on fire was when we studied Revelation. I know yeah. I said that, but that was years after being saved. Yeah. You know? True. So but don't it's get all discouraged. Part of, it's all part of the journey, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But you, and I think we, I think the point is you have to do something. You can't yes. just wait for the word to just pop You're in You're not going to get knowledge by not seeking it yeah you got to seek the knowledge yeah you do mm -hmm. how about this other scripture in proverbs ten fourteen? it says wise people store up knowledge but the mouth of the foolish is near destruction mm. yeah i think there's another one you said proverbs 14 6 let's see 14.6, a scoffer seeks wisdom and does not find it, but knowledge is easy to him who understands. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. Then I think we had another one in Isaiah. Isaiah 5.13. Oh, why are my Bible pages bent? <laughs> Don't you hate that? Yes. Isaiah, yep, five thirteen. It says, yeah. "Therefore, my people have gone into captivity because they have no knowledge. Their honorable men are famished, and their multitude dried up with thirst." Mm. Ooh, you don't want to be in captivity. No, that's bondage. Bondage, yes, bondage. Because you have no knowledge. Just think of, um, you know, like what we even was speaking about in the last two podcasts um wasn't it about 
evil spirits and things. Open doors. Open doors, uh -huh. yes. If you don't have knowledge of that, you're not even going to know you have certain doors open to evil. You're right. And it can hurt you like the, you know, the scripture what, that we read mm -hmm. earlier, that lack of knowledge. That's what he means. That's what God is saying in these scriptures is, like you said, you can be doing things and hurting yourself opening doors to and the we evil. Have, we may have mentioned Hosea 4, 6 in our Open Doors Part 2. Did we? I, I have it written down. I don't know if we said it, but okay. I mean, that's because our point there was, like you said, we need to gain knowledge of what are we allowing through our eyes, our ears, our nose, mm -hmm. our mouth. What, mm -hmm. are, what are we allowing to come into us? Right. You have to remember, you're, if you're a child of God and you are born again saved, you are the temple where the Holy Spirit resides. Yeah. It's not just you, you're affecting. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, knowledge is good. Knowledge is good. So, knowledge I guess good. the challenge is, is what, what are you going to do to improve your knowledge? What are you going to do? Right. What are you going to do to improve your knowledge of who God is and, and the Holy Spirit and how they work in your life? Mm -hmm. I think Go to the Word. Yeah. Go to the Word. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so lack of knowledge, that's it for today, huh? Yeah, I think so. All right, well, you have a good weekend. All right, see you later. Bye. Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated True Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.